Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror the Card Game. I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? Doing very well. Doing very, very well indeed. Starting to feel the first uh, frost today. Ooh, good. It's like a beautiful yeah. white crystally scene out the window. Lovely. Yeah. Fitting that we've just been talking about the crystallizer. That's good. Indeed. Yeah. So when we spoke to Stephen last week, my mic mm-hmm. wasn't sounding very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've worked out why. And I should be back to normal this week. Luckily, it didn't make much of a difference because it was almost impossible to get a word in edgeways with Stephen anyway. <laughs> yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. He's a great guest in that way, isn't he? He is. He just goes. You just give him a little nudge and then he's away for a, for about an hour and a half, as we found out. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was really good. I remember the moment of panic when he said, hi, it's Stephen. And we're talking about Tony Morgan in this episode. I was like, whoa, Stephen, hang on. We're not getting to Tony yet. Yeah. <laughs> but he had plenty in the tank. Yeah, he has his hosting chops. Absolutely, yeah. Often in awe of his just natural podcasting ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very satisfying. So what are we talking about this week? Well, we're getting back into the saddle quickly. A swift reload back into our main content, Ooh, you could say. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. We've got another card to announce and... I'm quite excited about this one. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great one to present on a podcast because I think it's it's there's a few angles we can look at it from. Mm, yeah, and is it your turn to read? I think. Oh, I think it could read. be. Yeah. Well, yeah. should we jump straight in? Why not? Okay, this is Swift Reload. It is a rogue event, three cost, two experience, and has an agility pip. It's tactic and trick traded, and it says fast play only during your turn. Choose a firearm asset you control with fewer ammo tokens on it than its uses value, or its uses X value. Place ammo on that asset until it has ammo equal to its uses X value. A swift reload, okay. Yeah, it's fast and it reloads a weapon. So it does exactly what it says on the tin. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And when I first looked at this, let's look at traits. It's tactic and trick traded. So I thought Mark could take it, but he can only take tactics level zero. So... It's really only rogues and people who can take rogue access up to level two who can take it. And Rita. Rita can take it, yeah. But as we pointed out, Rita can take one firearm. The old hunting rifle. Yes. Yeah. Which isn't a great one for her. When she can take the bow instead. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does the same amount of damage. Doesn't jam. Yeah. <laughs> and uses yeah. her agility. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a Rita deck out there that does old hunting rifle, act of desperation, swift reload. It's kind of... <laughs> maybe, maybe there is. <laughs> Rita's military training deck or yeah. something, I don't know. Who, yep. who are we to, to, to disparage someone who's having fun doing that? Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, this is a card for rogues and people with access to rogue level two pretty squarely, which is quite nice, I think, because it, it narrows that pool down of people who can take it. Yes. I mean, the ones that jump out to me are the ones with dual guardian and rogue access. So Leo and Skids, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or potentially people with access to the big guns in Rogue. Yeah. Who want to do like a Thompson deck or a Chicago typewriter deck or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the heart of this card, for me, is the question of um, of value and what's good value for this card. And that all, I think, for me, hinges on how many uses your firearm has and whether that is then a good reload. So like one example would be if you shoot three shots with the Derringer 
and then you pay three to swift reload the Derringer, you're getting a small amount of value because you're not spending an action to play a new Derringer. Yeah. And you're getting those three shots back. But if you have swift reload in your hand and you want to play it at any point before you've shot all three Derringer shots, it's maybe not ideal. Yeah, although it is fast to help make up for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I guess there's a couple of cards we can compare this to instantly. Mm. And it gives us a good idea of where it sits on the value curve. Yeah. Uh, one is a Guardian card, extra ammo. Or extra... Is yeah. it officially called extra ammunition? Yeah. Extra ammunition, yeah. Which is... Two cost, one experience pip for three extra shots. Yeah. So this costs one more, uh, but doesn't take an action to play. So really, if you consider an action and a resource cost to be equivalent, we'd want this to be reloading at least three shots when we play it. Yes. And then as ever, fast is on this card muddying the water. Yes. Because (laughs) extra ammunition is pay two to get three ammo, but... If you're engaged with an enemy when you want to do that, you get hit as well. Whereas, you know, pay three for two ammo with swift reload. If it, if that's the two ammo you need to finish off a big enemy and you can't afford a hit, this card suddenly shines where extra ammo doesn't. So it, it sort of sneaks into a niche that extra ammo can't sneak into. The thing I like is that, okay, so if we look back at healing cards slash soap mm. cards, we've long had this debate yeah. about healing cards where they're more difficult to play because they hit your tempo when you're already hurting, yeah? Mm -hmm. So you need to find an action and two resources when you've been hurt in order to play emergency aid to then heal your damage. So they they need to happen after the fact. A card that lets you Mm -hmm. soak needs to be played before you you know you're going to take the damage, but it can just sit there and take the damage after you've been hit. As and when. Yeah, and and typically wood sits lower on the resource cost curve so you look at like mm-hmm. a leather jacket compared to emergency yeah. aid now mm-hmm. yeah. with ammunition it's it's kind of weirdly flipped that i need to make the choice to reload to to, to add those extra shots before i need them with something like extra ammo mm-hmm. yeah. so i know i'm going to be fighting a lot so i think i need more than the four shots in my gun so i'll play extra ammo to get another three mm-hmm. swift reload sits at the other end so it's maybe better to be reactive. I've fought using all my bullets, but there's still an enemy here, so I'll do a swift reload now. Or yes, you could have saved yeah. those three resources and spent them on something else. Or spend them on something else after the after the combat's finished. Yeah, I, I only need one more shot, so I'll pay swift reload, which gives me you know two or three more ammo, and I'll use one of it now, but then I've got a bit of it saved. Yeah. What you made me think of there as well with healing is... When you're playing your emergency aid, you're normally hoping for a quiet moment. Because if you're completely mobbed by enemies, you you don't want to take a tax of opportunity to play an event that's healing you the damage that you're just taking. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And extra ammunition is a similar thing. Either you do it ahead of time, or you have to kill off the current enemies you're dealing with and then have a spare moment to reload. And swift reload doesn't require that. You can do it in the heat of combat halfway through a fight, okay, quick, swift reload. When you said uh, a, a quiet moment, I assumed that was a card I'd forgotten. <laughs> yeah, you need... First you play a quiet moment. Yeah. <laughs> then you play a restful Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and then finally it's cosy fireside chat. Oh, lovely. And then you can play it. Yeah, it's the it's the Arkham at Home set. So so I, I, I like this card in a role where... So in, in like I'd say, a Tony deck, I, mm-hmm. I quite like it in that you can... You can stick it in there and just not worry about it. 
and then if you need extra ammo, even if you've got enemies engaged with you, you can play this. So mm-hmm. you don't yeah. have to have preloaded your guns with extra shots. So yes. I quite like it for that. Yeah. But I think we can also look at it in terms of it can it generate a lot of value? Mm. Can it can it reload a large number of shots? Yes. Yeah. So the Derringer reloading three seems okay. And similarly, actually, for Tony, reloading the long colts feels really good because for each long colt kill, you're getting a bounty. Yeah. So, like, the potential for value there is really great that you do your three long colt kills yeah. and then swiftly another couple of, yeah, another couple of long colt kills and keep going. So that's nice. Yeah. But then, exactly as you say, as soon as the ammo on the weapon gets bigger than three, I think Swift Reload starts to raise its hand for consideration. Yeah. I mean, some of the ones I thought of, that, that we've got quite a few weapons that are four, and then some mm-hmm. that are five? Yep. Do we have anything beyond five, Frank? We do have one weapon that has more than five ammo, which is the BAR. Oh, yes. The M1913. Is that M1903? It has some digits, and then it? it's BAR, and that's what everyone calls it. So that has eight ammo. As we've already mentioned, and we actually mentioned this with Stephen, one of the things that people like to do with the BAR is double the ammo on it with contraband, add extra ammo to it, add venture ammo to it, and end up with silly numbers of shots. And one of the drawbacks with that technique is you don't really want to use any ammunition on the BAR until you've started doubling it. Because if you take a couple of shots with the BAR and you're down to, say, five ammo, doubling that to 10 is obviously not as good as doubling 8 to 16. Yes, absolutely, yeah. And this is something that I've come across in big weapon plays when I'm playing with contraband and things like that. You want to get the max value from each shot, so you almost want your cards to come out in the right order. It's where Stick to the Plan becomes so useful for Leo Anderson, because you can have contraband on there and extra ammo, and all you need may be prepared for the worst to find your weapon. And then over a series of turns, you can quickly assemble this gun with huge amounts of ammunition and go to town. Yeah. Swift Reload disrupts that a little bit. You can play a weapon and start shooting with it and think, it's all right, I haven't got my contraband yet, or I'm not ready to start making it silly amounts of ammo. I'll use a gun's worth of ammo knowing I can swiftly reload it, and then I'll start the crazy trick plays with ammunition. I really like that. I think that's really good. Yeah, yeah, I I like that as well. I I do quite like it in, yes, as you've hinted at, I think in in a deck with a big weapon, I think it really fits in well. So I think this is why I was looking at the the dual Guardian Rogue class investigators, Mm -hmm. because they can take those those big Guardian weapons. I really like it in a flamethrower deck. Yeah, flamethrower is a really good example. So flamethrower, you kind of want to save your ammo for those maximum hits. Yeah. And I've actually just been playing next to a flamethrower mark deck and he was almost infuriated by little weenies coming out. He just ended up punching them in sort of like frustration (laughs) because what he wants is three enemies out that he can set alight. He doesn't want like little small enemies. And and actually, if he knew that he could fire a couple of shots, obviously it wouldn't be a mark that stuff to be in, in Leo and then swiftly reload. It doesn't feel as bad. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just, I have just, I have just thought of another weapon that has more than five shots. The thirty-two Colt. Yeah, yeah. So, but the upgraded thirty-two Colt lets you return it to your hand and then play it again. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's yeah. the better play with that weapon. <laughs> I mean, between that ability and then being able to reload ammo mid-fight, 
you could be playing into all sorts of kind of trick plays. And maybe Swift Reload really helps you use things like warning shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Could well because be. Because your ammunition, ammunition is really easy to come by, so you can really play with that. Just wholesale distribution of ammo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mentioned Contraband. How do you see that card comparing with this card? So remind me with Contraband, mm-hmm. level zero Contraband is four cost, and I doubled the number of uses. So it's supplies or ammunition yeah. on a card. On a card. So that's obviously best if the the weapon is fully loaded. Mm-hmm. So actually, a nice play could be Swift Reload and then Contraband. Yeah, that would cost you seven and an action. That makes me think it's got to be rich rogues who can do <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. The upgraded Contraband costs three and has yeah. two options on it. It's level two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's level two. It keeps the same option uh, from the level zero card, so I can double the uses of uh, the number of uses on a on a firearm or a supplies card. Mm-hmm. But I can yeah. also add two ammunition or supplies to a card, and then draw a card. Then draw a yeah. card. Very nice. That that costs three, but it's not fast. Yeah. So, man, it's a difficult choice between the two of these, and I think it really depends what mm. weapon you're using. Yeah. When if you play an, a big weapon, the turn it comes out before you use it, it would be nice to play contraband. And double mm-hmm. the uses on that. But then that's more money you've got to spend on the turn where you've just played a big weapon. Yeah, if you're playing like the Tomps, Rogue Thompson, you pay five for it and then three for contraband. Like paying eight for a 10 ammo weapon. I mean, it's still good because it's 10 ammo, but it's a lot, a lot of resources. Yes, exactly. It's a lot of resources. And I think unless you're doing a trick play where you need to have... The reason you want to use contraband is because you get a lot of ammo for your value right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's either good if you're going to shoot a lot, or if you're doing some other trick with ammunition. So, like, mm-hmm. using the, the 1918 bar. Yeah. Is it really 1918? Yeah, it's... A, it, Every time it's we say... year. Have you just... Is that not I, sunk in? No, I thought it's the year, but I didn't think the year was 1918. Yeah. I thought it was, like, 1903. No, I'm, Maybe it's 1910? 1918, okay. I'm pretty Fine. sure. Okay, I'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Springfield... No, it's the Springfield 1903. Oh, is it? Okay. You, yeah. Ah, well, because I play the Springfield so much. <laughs> you just disconfuse them, yeah. Difficult. Yeah. It's, it's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, so the question there is, I mean, isn't it funny that rogues seem to pose questions more than provide answers? Yes. It's like when you have all those actions, you go, what are you going to do with them? If you have all those resources, what are you going to do with them? And in this instance, all of those actions are to play things like contraband and get your big weapon down, and all of those resources are to afford them. And then you go, but what am I going to do with all that ammo? And it's like, well... Yeah, the trick plays maybe. With the Thompson level three, you can at least spend extra ammo to deal your damage to two enemies at once. Yeah. So I really like that as a, you know, you've got 10 shots on there and there are a couple of enemies engaged with you. You hit one, but because you're Tony, you hit by a huge margin. And that means you also shoot the other one. Like that feels really nice. And again, you're getting action compression then. One shot kills two enemies. What do you do with the spare action? You... (laughs) <laughs> play another contraband yeah. or whatever yeah, it yeah. is yeah you build up for the next big play so I, I, it's an interesting one in rogue to be debating whether to take contraband or swift reload because i think they both have a place mm. yeah there'd be situations i think either of them could do the job you want from the other one in a, in a slightly different way if you see what i'm saying yes um, yeah i feel like swift reload if you've got a big ammo weapon and you want to just slap it down without worrying about saving saving firing until you get contraband maybe swift mm-hmm. reload's good in that situation 
You know, you want to be yeah. moving, you're under time pressure. If you want to yeah. build up and do a combo play, then maybe Contraband's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm sort of just yeah. speculating here, really. And it, it hints at this different style of play, which I really like. Like, I've played the BAR Leo deck, where you have to be really methodical. I'm not going to take any shots with the BAR until I've really filled it up with ammo and doubled that ammo. And Swift Reload is, is the inverse of that. It's like, get it down, start shooting, reload when you've got the resources and want to. And I, I like, actually, it's like the other side of the coin. I really like that. I, I really like the idea of one contraband, one swift reload. I yeah. think that feels like a really nice fit. Like if you're playing Tony, you play the long colt and you've got contraband ready and the resources. Maybe you do just, just go from three to six. And then when you've used all of those shots, you swift reload back to three. So you're getting nine shots for nine resources and hopefully making many bounties. Back. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I, I like as a nice play. Just if we're talking about specific yeah, plays, yeah. I think actually you mentioned this. It would be Swift Reload, Lupara, mm. <laughs> shoot, yeah. shoot, Swift Reload, shoot, shoot. Yeah, it's really that's really good. And that if you've got an extraction from the bounty, or if you're sliding out the Lupara, or maybe you've got a Leo action. Would like rogues have extra? They do. Actions. Yes, they just have extra actions. You can get four shots out of a Lupara on the turn it enters yeah. play. So that's four plus two combat plus two damage. So shots. That's twelve damage. Oh, that's starting to reach levels that even. Guardians can't put out over a single turn. Starting to, I mean, obviously they can with enough ammo. But, but it's 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 really that what we've said all along about rogues is that it's that that trick turn, isn't it? Just mm, boom, yeah, bust. where your your ace in the hole comes into play as well potentially, or your borrow time, yeah. even. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that that I mean, that's the other thing about going back to what we said about swift reload allows you to reload in the thick of things. You might say, well, I've only got one action left, so why would I want to reload this gun now? I may as well just evade or punch or whatever it is. But if you're the kind of investigator who's like, well, I've still got another four actions left, so <laughs> I'd quite like to refill this um, you know, this Chicago typewriter and take another couple of big shots. Yeah, really cool. It's a fun little card. I'm really looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, it, it, I like it. It's a, it fits into a palette of ammunition reload mm. cards, which is nice. And I can see, pe- yeah. I can really see people using this either instead of or alongside uh, existing reload type cards. You know, it's it's yeah. it's not strictly yeah. better than more, and it's not strictly worse than them all. So it's it's a nice alternative, I think. And worth noting, if we ever see a card that changes the base number of uses on a weapon, that's really worth like keeping an eye out for this card as well, because Swift Reload will only ever take your bar back to eight or your Chicago typewriter back to four. So even if you've done many additional ammos and contrabands on top of that, you only ever reload back to the base value. But this card could creep up in power if we ever see a card that says, you know... Or like whenever you put ammo on a weapon, put an additional ammo kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, well, that actually makes me think Jenny's Twin 45s are uses X, and X is the cost you played for them. Does X not reset to zero? That's how it worked in Netrunner. Mm. It's zero when it's in your hand. That's a really good question. Is it undefined as soon as the card's in play, or once you paid for it, is it defined? Because in that instance, you would play Jenny's 45s for 10, say, shoot 10 times, and then if, if uses X has been set as 10, you could then reload for three all the way back up. That would be good question. If that's the case. Yeah, we'll have to check out the value of yes. X. I think I think once something's in play, it's defined. Okay. Oh, well, that'd be quite good then. I think. Yeah. 
wow, I talked myself into <laughs> finding the card, the card I was thinking of. Phew, yeah. So, yeah, that was Swift Reload. Thanks to FFG for sending us the yeah, card. Yeah, thank you. Really cool to announce it. Listener, who do you think this fits well with? We'd love to hear. And you can get in touch with us um, in all the normal places. Drawn to the Flame podcast at gmail.com. Drawn to the Flame on Facebook and Twitter. We're also on Patreon and we're on Designed by Humans if you want a Drawn to the Flame t-shirt. Thanks very much Thank for you. Bye.